Hyundai Palisade. Only just now, cursed into the pit of hell for eternity with four stars by ANCAP. ANCAP, of course, an organisation which inhabits the lobby land sewer just down the S-Bend from the bullshit factory itself. So, the burning question for you, I suppose, is Palisade a proper death trap in a crash or not? Details next. I'm John Logan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that. Obviously, or you can just click the card that's, you know, probably up there now. Dude. That intro back by popular demand. So, Hyundai Palisade now. Four stars. Hardly ideal, is it? Disclaimer. Before you go alleging in the friggin' comments that this is some sort of plaintive South Korean fellatio fest from me. Like, dude, someone did accuse me of that in the comments just a few months ago, which I found properly hilarious at the time, right before I deleted that comment and banned him for life from this channel. <laughs> like, dude, if you knew me, you'd realise I'm much more a Tiffany and Brenda in the hot tub kind of guy. Like... The vaguely gay bamboo cage fantasy, not really my thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that in principle, if, you know, you're into that. Anywho, with that out of the way, you might ask yourself, is this report an Hyundai fit-up and or suckfest? Which is a fair enough question. And I would retort, no, it's not, dude. And here's how you know. You know because... I don't really rate Palisade. Like, in my assessment, it's not actually up there with Hyundai's latest generation vehicles. Objectively, it's not. The right drive conversion, which I'm sure was rather a lot of work for rather a lot of people, it remains a little bit too rough around the edges, frankly. Like, the handbrake ergonomics are disgraceful on right drive Palisades, and the seating... It's just not versatile enough, and the tow ball download is kind of a joke for heavy towing. So there's all of that. Palisades suit some people down to the ground, I'm sure. And if that's you, dude, then great, you have my blessing. I'd say it's better than not terrible. Hostradesia's independent voice on vehicle safety... ANCAP Safety has today announced a four-star ANCAP Safety rating for the Hyundai Palisade. That four-star rating is retrospective, right back to the vehicle's introduction here in November of 2020, even though the Palisade itself is actually four years old as a platform on the world stage. But the rating only applies to diesels. Go figure. And it's also bullshit, as are ANCAP's statements around it, in my estimation. And we will get into all of that. Essentially, there's a hell of a lot to unpack here if you really care about not dying in a crash, which I'd suggest you really should care about. 
Palisade is also about to be upgraded, like with a midlife sex up kind of thing. So ANCAP just spent a bunch of your money, like taxpayer funds, assessing a vehicle that will not be current in just a few months. Well done. ANCAP's role is to provide clear, reliable and independent consumer information for the broadest possible range of popular selling models. And this rating and timing of the upcoming model update presents an opportunity for Hyundai to factor in the necessary safety-related upgrades to elevate the Palisade to five stars. Volleyball referee, lobbyist, lawyer and ANCAP CEO Carla Horwig there. Seaweg, as she might have been known had she chosen a career in the hip-hop industry instead. I'd respectfully retort that this is not an example of providing clear, reliable consumer information. It looks to me like this is how the cake of fake advocacy gets baked. In a statement seemingly designed to make ANCAP look good to high-level masturbators in the bullshit factory. Like, dude, this could go all the way to the prayer room. We'll never know. Like, Asia will, and that's the main thing. As to ANCAP's alleged independence, right, they're taxpayer-funded. Their mission is keeping government ministers and senior executive wankers sweet to ensure the next round of funding. And if you think that's what independence looks like, Lay off the crystal meth, dude. ANCAP are lobby land bottom feeders, in my estimation. They used to be a thing, but they're increasingly political, decreasingly relevant, and you're paying for it. So am I. That's how I see the whole thing. Perhaps Albo can fix it. The Hyundai Palisade fell short in two of the four key areas of assessment, which unfortunately has seen it unable to meet the top level of safety that families and fleets have come to expect. Seaweg there again. ANCAP got hitched to Euro NCAP in 2015. Nothing official, like they just eloped. Actually, the eloping happened under the auspices of the previous guy, because Seaweg didn't start at the poison chalice in the sewer until September of 2020. You can actually see the prenup right there somewhere. It's on ANCAP's page about its own bullshit evolution. What they did was they really jumped in bed so that they could lunch off Euro ANCAP's testing and thus save a heap of sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> they couldn't do that with the likes of, say, ANCAP, because the vehicles in Morocco, are relatively different to the ones here, right? Whereas European vehicles, we've got a lot of them. ANCAP made several bullshit statements about its alignment with Euro NCAP, but philosophically, they are very different organisations. Like, dude, I even vestigially respect Euro NCAP. Now, you have to understand that a star rating system for vehicle safety is a very audacious undertaking. Like, it just is. You are far more likely to fuck it up than get it right. Safety is incredibly complex, right? And stars are very simple. And getting from complex to simple, inevitably, some corners are going to get cut. It's the nature of the beast. 
ANCAP is very different to Euro NCAP on what those stars actually mean, however. ANCAP really uses the system as a kind of binary rating. To ANCAP here, the options are five stars or safety shitbox, right? This is what CWEG means when she's saying all of that guff about Palisade's alleged failure to, quote, meet the top level of safety that families and fleets have come to expect, okay? The narrative here in Australia appears to be five stars or death trap. Euro NCAP, which uses exactly the same assessment scheme, has all of that, essentially, to say about what the stars actually mean. It's the first sub-menu item on their About Euro NCAP directory on their website, right? According to the Euros, five stars means excellence in crashworthiness and comprehensive crash avoidance technology. The latter being what CWEG and ANCAP calls safety assist, right? Four stars, and you can read it right there, is not a failure to meet family and fleet expectations at all. It means good overall crash performance and all-round safety. As for this allegation of, quote, falling short of five stars on two key areas, one being adult occupant protection, Palisades scored 79% there. The threshold for five stars is 80%. So this is not falling short by any significant margin. It's like missing it by that much. In fact, Adult occupant protection is scored out of 38 points under ANCAP, okay? Palisade scored 30.21 points. The cutoff for five stars is 30.4. So this falling short is by 0.19 points. This deficiency in Palisade's score is mainly because that vehicle lacks the centre airbag that prevents headbutts in side impacts, which is a very clever new development. You know, ANCAP's agenda is to coerce all car makers to fit that centre airbag. But I haven't seen any data that's crying out for this technology, this clever new development, in terms of injury mechanisms in crashes out there in the real world. Perhaps it exists, but everyone's being a bit quiet about it if it does. The centre airbag is not available on Palisade, most probably, because the vehicle debuted in November of 2018 at LA, at the LA Auto Show. But it did not get here to Australia for another two years. I don't think any mainstream cars had that centre airbag tech in 2018. And it kind of has to be developed with the car, right? If the vehicle lacks a centre airbag, headbutt factor is not actually tested by Team Seaweg, and points are just automatically deducted. This is kind of the way they used to deal with the pole test in the olden days. There wasn't any point testing it without those head-protecting curtain airbags, right? There's also a one-point bonus available in adult occupant protection under the current scheme for multi-collision braking technology, which the Palisade does not have either. And it only needs 0.19 points to get five stars in that domain of adult occupant protection. 
what I said before about reducing complexity to something simple so that ordinary people can digest it, right? When you look at Hyundai Tucson, which is a five-star vehicle tested to exactly the same post-2020 ANCAP protocols, there are four identified adult body regions that are denoted as marginal protection regions in Tucson. Four, okay? They're just there. What you're looking at there is a screenshot from the official technical report on Tucson. And if you think the front passenger's lower leg, right, the lower right leg for that front passenger, if you think that's kind of trivial and maybe disposable or something, or doesn't really matter, then I'd suggest your femoral artery runs all the way to your feet, dude. And if you happen to shatter your tibia and fibula in a suitably high mechanism impact, which also inconveniently severs your femoral artery or just pokes a dirty big hole in it, it's very easy to die, most probably in screaming brutal agony, well before the paramedics arrive, of hypovolemic shock without spilling a single drop of blood on the ground. So there's that. Four marginally protected regions in Tucson, right? It's a five-star car. And here's the same screenshot with Palisade. Two marginally protected regions four-star car. Obvious question. Does Palisade crash better than Tucson? That's complex. It kind of depends what kind of crash you have, dude. So the answer is yes and no. They're both very safe cars. Do they both provide high-level occupant protection? Like, yeah, absolutely, they do. Could they both be better? Yeah, the same could be said about all cars, right? They could all be better at fucking everything. Is either one a shitbox that fails to, quote, meet the top level of safety that families and fleets have come to expect? Like, no, absolutely not. Seaweg's mob is off its meds on that, in my view. Palisade also failed to qualify for five stars on the basis of so-called safety assistance technology. Palisade scored 63% on that. It needed 70 for five stars. This area is scored out of 16 points. Palisade got 10.19. What it needed was 11.2. So a point and a bit. In my view, ANCAP and Euro NCAP have rushed headlong into this whole safety assist extravaganza of cool new toys, giving it an entirely false equivalence in terms of life-saving potential to crashworthiness. The enthusiasm for this technology is properly pornographic. There's so much more testing and so much more consequential cost, but I've never seen any evidence that this stuff is actually saving lives in any significant number out there in the real world today. Maybe I just need to look harder, but that evidence is not an orgy, right? That's all I'm saying there. Maybe it's great, maybe it's not. Maybe we're doing this for no reason. They did that with ABS braking, right? They thought that was the proper silver bullet and all it did was change the way people crashed. Same number of crashes, different mechanism if you've got ABS.
go figure. Negative feedback, it's hard to escape and unknowable until you deploy the technology. Anyway, by combining the two, crashworthiness and this electronic overwatch stuff, ANCAP makes them falsely equivalent and also very difficult for punters like you to decompile if all you really care about is structural performance in a crash. In other words, will you walk away or will you be dusted off on the brink of death? As the only top 10 selling model within the large SUV less than $70,000 segment, without an independent safety rating, the Hyundai Palisade was put through its paces against the current 2020 to 2022 tests and rating criteria. All other models within the segment hold a five-star ANCAP safety rating. Seawegs mob there again from the official press release. And that statement, especially that last sentence, is, in my view, inexcusable. In-fucking-excusable. Elephant in the room, right? It's just factually not true. That segment they are talking about, the large SUV under 70 grand segment, that's a V-Facts determination. Fellow Lobbyland sewer dwellers, T-Dub and... Wait for it. The Spice Girls. <laughs> Meaning the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries are responsible for the collation of that segment. So I just tested that claim that, quote, all other models within the segment hold a five-star ANCAP safety rating. And guess what? It's just not true. This right here is the most recent list of vehicles comprising that segment, hot off the inner thigh pocket of T-Dub's elbow-swearing-in after-party jumpsuit, handed directly to me by Scary and Posh. And I don't know about you, but I actually find Posh somewhat scarier than Scary. Go figure. So when I went to ANCAP's website this morning to confirm their claim, Two of the vehicles in that list are simply not present. The GWM Havel H9 and the Sanyong Rexton. I'm assuming they're unrated by ANCAP, like ANCAP doesn't list the vehicles it couldn't be asked to rate, which would be too embarrassing, let's face it. And one vehicle in the segment, the Jeep Wrangler, is rated three stars. That's from 2019. So that statement about the rest of the field being five stars is just factually incorrect. Something of a problem when you quote the independent voice on vehicle safety and your role is, quote, to provide clear, reliable and independent consumer information, ion. But there's an even bigger issue here, isn't there? And that would be the issue of abject bullshittery. And on this point, I am using Professor Harry G. Frankfurt's definition of bullshit. Claiming in this manner that all other vehicles in the segment have a five-star safety rating implies that they are all safer than Palisade which officially has only four stars. Superficially, this makes sense, right? See, if you're not an ANCAP insider or some car company person or an engineer with some experience of lifting up the skirt on this and seeing how the parts all work, 
you might go to ANCAP's website and troll through the large SUV listings and see the Grand Cherokee, the Mitsubishi Pajero, Nissan Pathfinder, Hitbox, <coughs> or the venerated Toyota Prado, all just sitting there gagging for your cash, all with five stars. They bear the logo, don't they? And Palisade there, on its own, near enough, with four. And you're just a punter. Five's better than four, dude. Everyone knows that. And you're getting it from that independent voice on safety. Kind of like the siren luring the ancient, luring, sorry, the ancient mariner to his death. Yes. So sorry to burst the bubble that five's better than four, dude, but Grand Cherokee hasn't been tested by ANCAP since 2014. Pathfinder, 2013. Pajero and Prado, 2011. That's 11 fucking years ago, in the case of Prado and Pajero. For Seaweg and the rest of The Voice to approve that statement, implying that Palisade on 4 is somehow inferior to these four dated safety shitboxes on 5, is ludicrous and disgraceful in my view. Like, lives are at stake here. This stuff matters. For example, in 2011, when Prado and Pajero earned five stars, Whiplash was simply not tested. Three-point seatbelts were not mandatory. Emergency brake assist was not mandatory. Pedestrian protection was not included in the scoring. The crash tests themselves and the dummies were different. Earning five stars back then was comparatively easy. For all four of these dated shitboxes, child restraint fittings were not tested, child occupant protection was not tested, there was no full width frontal crash test, the pole test was directly side on as opposed to <laughs> oblique as it is today, an older type of dummy was used none of these last few things would actually occur until 2018. None of the collision avoidance stuff was tested or probably even present back then. Two years ago, an automatic emergency steering test was introduced, as was AEB for intersections and for backover protection. Rescue and extrication protocols were added to ANCAP's repertoire. Far side impact tests were added, and that's what the whole center airbag thing is all about today. Pajero, Prado, Grand Cherokee, and Pathfinder do not have that shit, and they have not been crashed in the same way. The side impact test has increased to 60 k's an hour. And you have to remember that small differences in speed make big differences to impacts. Hashtag energy, hashtag physics. The mobile progressive deformable barrier test was introduced, as was the $1.4 million fat bastard so-called Thor dummy. He was introduced as well to be more representative of us today. Palisade jumped through these numerous additional and or far more severe hoops and got four stars. What do you suppose Pathfinder, Prado, Grand Cherokee or Pajero might achieve in the same tests today? I can't say for sure, but I would not be at all surprised to see some 
one star or two star results there if ANCAP had the balls actually to do those tests, which it does not. But hey, they're five star cars, aren't they? It says so on the website and on the press release. And we're not above baking it into our cake of fake advocacy. Yes, that sucks. This implied superiority of the rest of the segment, because it is allegedly all five-star, except for the vehicles they haven't tested, or the Wrangler on three, is astoundingly appalling to me. Personal opinion. It's also your tax dollars at work, dude. You paid for that statement to be written, and so did I. The great tragedy of all of this is that some poor bastard might actually go out there today and buy a Prado or a Pathfinder off the back of its alleged five-star rating and then die, tragically, in a crash with his family. A crash from which he might have emerged whole, or at least mainly intact, had he been in a palisade. Euro NCAP kills its ratings when the use-by dates expire at six years of age. NCAP currently does not. This leads to a ratings, and it's hard for me to call it a system, a system in which concerned consumers have great difficulty determining which cars crash well and which have the latest tech. It's misinformative at best. To me, ANCAP's ratings are simply broken. It's easy for an ordinary person to be misled on their website, and the statements they make are at best irrelevant and at worst malignant. The former friggin' Soviet bureaucracy would have done a better job organising this, in my view. And let's not forget... <laughs> They were the wombats who thought it was quite okay to build a nuclear reactor in a tin shed without first putting in a concrete containment box. <laughs>